0: What's up, Puddin' Cup, as well as all the other lovers of the Not of Theory podcast and the likers of the Awkward Throw Clear with Aaron Chalupa. I am Aaron Chalupa. I didn't want to surprise you at all, but it's still me, uh, the Chalupa Cabra. I'm very excited about this episode. I'm also excited that I'm starting to get back in the rhythm. Uh, How nice is it that I released a second episode uh, within a month, of the last one kind of getting back on the bi-weekly uh releases i'm hoping to have a few more recorded and released before i'm done the fire season i have about 10 days left until i'm done for the 2020 fire season it flew right by for how slow it was i cannot believe it i tell you what this episode was recorded with my rookie on hack three. His name is Bentley Fawcett. I worked with Bentley in Jasper at the Jasper Brewing Company. He was a, a bartender server, uh, food runner kind of thing. I guess he was underage, so he wasn't bartending, but he did eventually bar- bartend. But I digress. You'll find out more about him later. Uh, he is HL53 Charlie, and I'm very excited to sit down and chat with him. Uh, we, we, we we had a good relationship as, uh, you know, like kind of knowing each other a little bit. And then as soon as I heard that he was coming up here, I was like, boom, I need to have this guy on my crew he's a good guy and it's just been wonderful having him on the crew with everybody else Say Easton uh, you heard from him last year and then uh, Martin who I hope to record with at some point uh, it's just been a really good crew for how boring of a season it has been but uh, we uh, we sit down we talk about everything that's Bentley everything that makes Bentley work and what uh, you know what what, what what who is Bentley Fawcett we all want to know uh, the man that is also known as Sticks and Bugs from our mutual friend of um, ours, uh, Bradley McKinnon. Love you, Brad, if you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sticks and Bugs. And you find out all about why he's called that and much, much more. So stay tuned for episode 44 Sticks and Bugs, HL53 Charlie. <coughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 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 <coughs> the awkward throat clear. Now, here's your host. Aaron Chalupa. How's it going, Nod of 30 Podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throat Clear? I'm your host, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, and we are with Bentley Fawcett, also known as HL53 Charlie. How's it going, Bentley?
1: doing well. Thanks for having me today, Aaron. <laughs>
0: no problem at all. Today. Today is a good day. Uh, we are at Sandy Pines.
1: Day spa and resort.
0: <laughs> Cannot complain about that. Not at all. Not at all. You're kind of in a, a nice little area here because you're a bit of a, a sticks and bugs guy. I do like my trees and my bugs So you have uh, lots of pine around here Do you know what kind of pine is out and about?
1: Oh yeah, there's lots of uh, jack pines just chilling And then a couple uh, poplars throughout But it's pretty good It's a nice spot to look around Jack pine just
0: chilling, eh? Oh yeah Uh, I was mucking some uh, Saskatoon berries a little while ago too Oh, there's your stump fucker again Oh yeah, he's just been hanging around here He hasn't left He looks like one of those super hornets yeah the the murder hornet the murder hornets right fuck i always forget the term oh he's coming our way i've seen a lot of those guys on fires so though it's pretty interesting because they'll get like right into a tree and they'll start just putting their you know stinger right into the tree yeah. and like laying their eggs and whatever and they just got totally preoccupied like i'd like poke one with my finger and wouldn't even do anything
1: i feel like they're not actually as aggressive as they look intimidating
0: <sighs> oh yeah i know they're very intimidating looking but uh yeah they're pretty chill they're not they're not really that threatening at all and They bumped into me and they landed on me And I haven't really done anything at all The only only reason I might swat at them Is because they might think I'm a tree of some sort (laughs) Start laying their Mm. eggs in me And then I'll become some kind of super human murder home Yeah, murder hornet (laughs) Murder hornet human Then you just find me in the woods Just fucking some tree or something like that (laughs) Sticking your you know what Where it doesn't belong Exactly, exactly So uh, yeah, Bentley is uh, the rookie on my crew This year uh hack three once again uh but it's been a much slower year than last year which has been kind of a a shame i was hoping to you know show you the ropes a bit more and you know see you fail miserably on a lot of fires and you know pick you up by the bootstraps and whatnot but you haven't been able to fail fail that
1: miserably yet no i was i was looking forward to being a failure failure this year you know but (laughs) what what can you do when the conditions doesn't Give you the opportunity. Conditions
0: don't give you the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Good grammar, bud. <laughs> Where are you from, Bentley?
1: Uh, originally born and raised in Jasper. Were you Alberta. born in Jasper? Born in Jasper. You, you're, you're not even born in Hinton. Like not most even, kids bud. These days, no. No. Let me tell you. Bunch born, born right in the hospital in Jasper. Yeah. One of the last few that can actually say that, and then growing up there all my life. Cool. Careful in the tap in there, bud. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up there Fucking all my rookie. life and then yeah can't complain about Jasper by any means
0: (laughs) is it better than Banff? oh
1: fuck Banff Banff. Jasper's where it's at
0: (laughs) we got Easton Tetz from last year just in the background he's my Bravo this year funny enough and then we got Martin Fonjemi as well you might hear them a couple times but uh, this is more focused on you Bentley Fawcett (laughs) <laughs> is. How how'd you hear about this job? What what got you uh got you all going hot and bothered and be like, I'm gonna be a fucking firefighter and be cool.
1: Um. So to get into firefighting, I haven't uh, pursued it until the age of 21, but uh, I definitely was something I wanted to do since probably I was like 15 or 16 in high school, and uh, I went to school for forestry as well as ecosystem management and uh this year just like taking the classes and the courses and looking at like my financial situation and where my life's heading i decided to to give up my bartending career to, oh, yeah. uh, to pursue an actual career in some of the stuff that I studied and went to school for. So,
0: so even when you're in high school, you really wanted to get into wildland or just
1: firefighting in general? Uh, wildland firefighting. Okay. That's that's been my goal. I've never really looked at structural, but wildland forest firefighting okay. has always been something. Not like JJ Keogan. No. 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 No, not like him. No, he's a good guy though. Oh yeah. Oh he's a great guy. Big beauty. Big oh. beauty. Well, he's not
0: big, but he's a beauty in yeah, in a large size. Enough. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not a very yeah. big guy. He's just a little taller than you not,
1: not literally big Yeah Just figuratively Big beauty Yeah Him and I played
0: hockey together We never played on the same line Really though But So that was a shame Fast skater Oh
1: yeah Fucking He's, 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 he's You know Man rocket On the oh, ice yeah. there Oh 100% I you played with him a little uh,
0: smirk going on there, A little wink to somebody oh, yeah I, I remember
1: playing with him uh, Heart my, just throbbing His last year of midget hockey I was one of the rookies On, on the, the Bearcats On the Bearcats the Jasper yeah. Bearcats The Jasper Bearcats And I remember There was a game where Like we didn't really Celebrate after goals Very often It was yeah. just like Our kind of like team low thing bones, Just like knuckle. low bones And stuff right Yeah. But there was one time We were up like I think it was 9-2 And JJ oh, scored a goal and like full-on celebrated and we all looked at him and he's just like oh sorry and like immediately put his hands down and was oh, like I shit. forgot that we don't celebrate on the
0: <laughs> <team."> <laughs> and who your coaches at the time was that Tony
1: Bielik and I think Steve it was Malcolm? yeah Tony Bielik
0: and Steve Malcolm at nice. the time and yeah. they were like no celebrations at all uh they, they
1: didn't care we just like it wasn't really our thing to celebrate after goals like the bumps and stuff but we never like went the out whole the team way. or just like you the and JJ team, oh, just, okay, like, the Interesting. whole team. Interesting. like we never that's and I cool. about the big sellies and stuff Like a goal's a goal And we keep grinding Yeah there you go we're Fucking grinding And what was your role on the team more so Were you a second liner Third uh, liner I was a third line grind You know Yeah grind it out Getting in the corners Getting it out getting, Yeah Keeping it out of the zone Yeah You know keeping a Energy line big energy line yeah, yeah we go out there we tire them out and then get off and yeah. that was our that was our goal yeah not not big on the goal scene but uh we were there every once in a while when it really mattered fucking a man <laughs> and uh
0: you're going back to you being in forestry and everything so where did you go to school uh, And it was a two-year program correct
1: yeah, so yeah. I, I just finished uh, school in Lindsay, Ontario at Fleming College. Beautiful Lindsay, Ontario. Oh, yeah, right in the city of the of Lakes, beautiful little <laughs> county. Anchor Plain, cottage country, you know, yep. out of the city, you know, like an hour and a half north of northeast of Toronto. So you weren't that busy in like... You Forty hour the, and a half. Eh? Yeah, it was pretty there close. It was accessible. So it was right there, but it was enough that it like still had the small town vibe to it. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I started there in the fall of 2017. Mm. and i started in ecosystem management took two years of that and then just this last year i took my third year of schooling and uh i took one year of forestry so in the three years of school i finished uh, an ecosystem management technician diploma as well as a forestry technician diploma holy shit Mm-hmm. busy times
0: some days no doubt so what are you hoping to do with that in the future like you're just kind of like leaving it open right now just you know getting your foot in with some more experience in wildland firefighting see where that takes you
1: yeah like at the moment i'm not i don't really have any driven goals per se for a career but uh like with this firefighting firefighting opportunity and stuff i definitely am gonna like hold on to it for the next couple of years as a plan mm. and get some more experience and kind of see what career options it uh, entails and what kind of paths I could go down, but I do also hope to go back to school in the next couple of years. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm looking to, to get an actual like degree in forestry or like environmental studies or natural mm-hmm. resources, just to kind of further my education and open a few more doors for career opportunities. Totally, totally.
0: Would you ever consider doing Parks and then moving back to Jasper?
1: Uh, I've thought about it, definitely. Like I, I did apply for Parks Canada Fire when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I got interviewed and everything, but Because I was under 18 They couldn't actually hire me And the same summer Fort Mac happened So everything was on high alert In the province Oh yeah So I was Well that was the same year We had that Medicine Lake fire in Jasper at the time Yeah that too Exactly So everything was just Kind of all over the place Oh fuck yeah so yeah i it kinda I was set to do a volunteer experience that summer, so the next summer I'd be able to follow up and hopefully get hired on once I was eighteen. but uh-huh. that kind of just fell through with how busy the fire season was all around the province, and like I said, I was bartending five, six days a week at the time, so i I couldn't really complain and say that I wasn't working or you know hanging around, so I did stay busy even if I didn't get to do the fire then. And here I am now, actually doing the job that I wanted to do like four or five years ago. So there you go, man. It all comes around. Yeah, buddy. You know, good things come to those who wait, or something like that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, what what were you doing in the meantime in Jasper while you're waiting for this, uh,
1: you know, this dream gig, this dream job? Oh, like so. The last, I guess. Well, the last three years, I've been at school in Ontario, and then Mm -hmm. uh, through the summers, I always head back to Jasper, as that is home. And. Like outside of bartending at a brewery in Jasper, I've I found myself to do a lot of hiking and um, not climbing, but summits like Mm -hmm. scrambling and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I try to get out as much as I can and get a lot of camping in in the summer times and some rafting and whatnot here and there. And you know the good old beach days. Yeah, can never have enough beach days. Oh, Lake Annette's gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous. Or Lucerne. Oh, all the lakes in Jasper. All of them. All of them are just pristine nice cold refreshing you do some cliff uh, cliff diving over at horseshoe oh i i used to dabble here and there <laughs> i used to dabble it definitely i'm not like the big 50 foot cliff jump oh man but that's insane i could jump like 25 30 feet you know not too your bad your parents are okay with that yeah my dad my dad was good and my mom was had no problems oh that's good as long as we weren't drinking out there you know mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. everything was good and i i had tons of buddies that you know they would go out there and they'd jump the big 80 footers and i just watch and i'd be like holy shit i don't know how you guys do that <laughs> lots of injuries out at horseshoe lake over the years for sure from like just like hitting the water just so hard hitting or the like, water yeah like the yeah. stories i've heard like not me personally being out there but just like my buddies going out there uh there was one year there was this australian dude and he jumped off one of the like the 50 footer cliff and he had nipple piercings and oh he no. hit the water Oh that no they ripped out Oh fuck And it sounded like It was one of the most painful things That oh. they had seen This is one of the guys We worked with or No this was just A random tourist coming through Oh shit Or there was another This one this, I was there this time And this girl probably Jumped off like the 35 foot cliff And When she hit the water, she kind of had her feet not, like, straight all the way, Mm -hmm. and she kind of hit weird and, like, almost landed on her butt a little bit, and by the time she swam, like, the 10 meters from where she landed in the water onto the shoreline, her whole, like, backside and, like, legs were completely bruised all the way down, and she could barely walk. She had to sit in the water for, like, 20, 30 minutes just to, like, try to, like... Collect herself. Collect herself. Oh, God. That, you that going was, you're gonna say it went up her butt and that would have been gross oh no there's i've, I've I, heard i've I, heard stories like that i've heard stories of girls ripping their uh their taint oh no in between yeah oh no when they hit the water jesus uh, bentley yeah that's that's the worst one of the worst <laughs> ones i've heard fuck <laughs> good old horseshoe you, know, oh. you can't go wrong <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's horseshoe. It's it's super lucky, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to not such a ouch uh, topic. Um, we actually met before um, this job. Part of the reason why I picked you up. We worked at Jasper Brewing together yeah 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 i was uh, back in the day i was the best brewery you ever met um you know you you met so many you know like all probably about three or four brewers
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they've cycled through over the years since i started there oh well jeremy's a fucking beauty mm-hmm. jeremy's like the long time running yeah I, yeah he'd be the he'd be the he's the, the longest sta- standing since i started there in 2016 2015 mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been 2016 for
0: him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was out of there 2015. Yeah. Oh, no, well, yeah, I guess spring of 20
1: 2016, I was gone. Exactly. But. but yeah, I loved working at the brew pub, and like that was part of the reason I hadn't applied for Fire over the last couple of years is just the lifestyle of working there and like the people that you get to meet and like the opportunity kind of thing. It was something I really enjoyed. Yeah. The social dynamics of it all, and I I just really enjoyed that job, and I I was hard to like finally tell myself like i can't do this my whole life like i do want to yeah. see other potential opportunities and that's part of the reason that i i am here now yeah and, good money good
0: people good community yeah yeah and also like jasper was a fucking great time and beautiful spot oh yeah lots of fun yeah so you had to convince yourself to go all the way to lindsay ontario yeah exactly Yeah, be yeah, another beautiful spot just in yeah. its own way mm-hmm. yeah what was uh what was life
1: in lindsay like Interesting. Yeah, De- definitely different than Jasper for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. It's weird waking up and like not having the mountains on like your horizon and it's just kind of flat farmlands and stuff mm-hmm. surrounding the town, but definitely like a different perspective on Canada after going to school there just like with the people and like the whole like the way of life and stuff is mm-hmm. definitely different than growing up in like a small mountain town. Yeah. But People it was, from all over the country too. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. And like, it was it was really nice. Like, one nice thing, like, and reason that I went to school in Lindsay is that's where my dad grew up. <laughs> yeah. So my grandma's still living there, and then one of my cousins from Calgary actually decided to go to school the same years as I did. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of on board together, and like went through the same programs mm-hmm. and stuff through the three years and. It was really cool to see where like my dad grew up and like also get a better understanding of why he left there. Yeah, yeah. And stayed out west. He's not from Lindsay though, right? Yeah, he's born and, oh, he's and born, born oh, and raised man. in Lindsay. Yeah. Oh wow, I thought he was from the area, but yeah, right in Lindsay. Born and raised right in oh, Lindsay, so boy. I got to see the high school. Like when I was there, the barber that cut his hair when he was in high school was cutting my hair while I was in. No way. Yeah. Do you remember your dad too? Oh yeah, he, he used to <laughs> coach my dad in baseball. Back oh in the shit. Day too. So like there was a lot of. Community connections with just stuff like that oh that's fun which was really nice yeah it was good he was actually one of the first people to ever cut my hair to like 17 years ago when i went to Lindsay for one of the first times okay with the family trip and wow yeah it was interesting to be back and still see him cutting hair and so just for a full circle there yeah, oh yeah exactly yeah. the full circle wow just mm-hmm. retracing your dad de- your pop's Papa's steps Yeah I see why I do see why He left Lindsay (laughs) To a place like Jasper To a place like Jasper Mm -hmm. Yeah for sure So
0: what would keep you busy In the winter time In Lindsay You would play hockey So you played for the school team there
1: Oh yeah Yeah so like One like Mm -hmm. Lindsay like There's not tons going on But there is definitely Potential especially While you're going to school Mm -hmm. So over the last three years I played on the The Fleming uh, Knights hockey team Yeah And it was a A non-contact league But still at a competitive level just because of like the the sheer size of our school and the numbers, it wasn't the same to be able to put in against schools to get, like U of T and stuff. Oh Toronto, yeah, know. that'd be that'd a bloodbath. Like, the, the crop of prospects that they have and stuff. But we played against other univers, like smaller universities, like Trent University, and we'd play against like we played against Humber, and so there was a few couple big schools that we'd play against, and it was it was a lot of fun probably got in 15, 15 to 20 games a year in total oh, decent so can't complain about that yeah a lot of road trips hosted our own home tournament that's sick and like over like the first year was uh, the like the first year I joined the team was also the first year that uh, there was fresh coaches for the the program. So it's kind of like a rebuild opportunity. So I've kind of seen like the progression over the last three years from where the program, like the hockey program at Fleming, once was to where it's kind of going. Mm-hmm. And like our first year, I think we won maybe one or two games. And this past year, we are on track to to making the OCAA um finals so that was a big accomplishment because in all the tournaments and games we had played this year we were all finishing and placing within the top four seeds oh that's incredible out of out of 10 teams yeah so it was was really good yeah so like i mean we were hoping to go to this tournament in the spring but because of covid and everything it kind of just all got canceled Mm -hmm. which is understandable Mm -hmm. but where we were sitting and like what the program has entailed for next year like not that i'm going to be there but for like the the up and coming like it it definitely looks promising from where it once was it was a lot of fun yeah i can't complain about not or i can't complain about playing for the the fleming knights it was definitely a family on that team nice and were were you playing the same role as midget like third line uh, Grinder no, energy guy. Uh, I definitely, I I do think I've uh, grown a little bit, like <laughs> position wise and whatnot, with like, your time skillset. in
0: the with your time in the JHL. Yeah, with Jasper my time, Hockey
1: League, the Jasper Beer League. Yeah, yeah. I, I did take a season off, midget, and then my grade twelve year played a little JHL, and definitely when uh, improved my skill and my mm-hmm. my stick handling, you know. Yeah. But uh kind of turned into Brennan Gallagher maybe. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yep. You know, just like the whole bratty and stuff, you just gotta take a little step back and then get back into it. Yep. But yeah, I oh I was, yeah, I, know, I was more I know all of like about a that. first first line first or second line center the oh, last couple <laughs> years and as well as I also wore an A for the last two seasons on the team. Oh fuck. So it was it was good, yeah. Nice. Definitely can't complain about that and having the leadership role on the team. Mm-hmm good 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 relationship between you and the other uh the other captains uh, yeah definitely like i definitely found i i got along with almost everyone on the team i never really had anyone that stood out where i'd be like i don't like you but it seemed like we all got along and it was easy to to have that chemistry with the boys both on and off the yes yeah. any wild men on the crew there were some interesting folks for sure yeah definitely like our goalie like all goalies seem to have their own quirks and stuff oh yeah this, that one, goes saying. this one, this one, like like our our friend uh, Martin me there that we were, we mentioned earlier. Yeah, he likes to play Magic the Gathering, <laughs> and he was he well was he got you it. guys too. Oh well yeah exactly. Yeah. I play Magic the Gathering too, but yeah, <laughs> it was always interesting. Like our goalie, just like this eccentric guy that was always fired up and ready to go, and he he was one of the best goalies I've ever played hockey with. He, no kidding. He used to play better uh, than Jake. Potentially, yeah, very oh, potentially. He played, standoff, then. he played third string for the London um, the London Knights for a couple of years. Oh, wow, cool. So he, he was up there and then helped with the coaching before coming oh. to Fleming and stuff. He was, I think, 27, so he has passed his prime for the Chell, but he definitely still got a lot of skill that he was putting forward for our team the last couple of years and definitely part of the reason that we've had some, some of our success over the three years there. Mm-hmm. So they are playing for...
0: You know, uh, Fleming or playing for... London He's playing for the Knights Yeah
1: exactly He just both, wore the both same gear Pretty much eh? Knights. Yeah exactly <laughs> Didn't need to psych. buy Any new pads or anything The colors for the most part lined up Where was the uh, Post game
0: watering hole You guys go to like, A certain bar Or buddy's house Or something
1: uh, It was interesting like, It was hard Because like we We are split between Two towns Or two cities yep. Kind of thing yep. Peterborough and Lindsay Peterborough and Lindsay So yep. like half the, the uh, Team was from Peterborough And half the team Was from Lindsay Yeah but, like, we definitely did take the opportunity to to get full group gatherings. And, like, I mean, in Lindsay, there's two bars, but only one that you actually go to. And that's the Grand. So, any time that we'd have the... The Grand? Yeah, the Grand Experience. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, one of the oldest hotel, bar, restaurants in... Uh, the In Lindsay, right on the Main Street. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, every... Every Thursday night, that's that'd be the big night to pull up for the grand. <laughs> Thirsty Thursdays, the grand experience. <laughs> and in the wintertime, if you didn't show up on time, you'd be standing in a line in the cold for an hour, hour and a half. No way. Yeah, it just always filled up. And there'd always be some Lindsay locals. You'd give them your sp- their space. You'd take yours and hopefully I have no conflict with any of the locals and this, is, this has been like a long running establishment too like your dad's day uh, I I
0: betcha it was there when my dad was growing oh, up oh I hear I figured he might have been tol- telling him about some times over there and he'd tell you some stories uh, from what I've seen it seems I to know be, Aiden has stories for us Not
1: not as many Lindsay folk <laughs> Like growing up like to go out in Lindsay, it seems. Oh, okay. They more so enjoy to go out of Lindsay or see other bars because they just they know it's a college bar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of out of town or non locals that go to the grand on Thursdays and whatnot. And over my three years I couldn't I couldn't tell you once that I went to the grand that was not on a Thursday. So I don't think I ever walked into that bar on a Friday or a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was only a Thursday event. Hm. Mhm. It was interesting, but it was a lot of fun. I wh- always looked forward to the weekly gr- grand experiences. <laughs> and what was the special on on uh, Thursday? You guys get like some nine dollar mini pitchers. Oh fuck yeah! So you there can't you go. go wrong. You get two nine dollar mini pitchers, and then you get a mini pizza like, make, for make, like make- three bucks and. Life was good. Oh, so you'd only get one mini pizza, eh? One mini pizza. It depends on the night. Every once <laughs> yeah. in a while, we'd walk to Pizza Pizza down the street and get oh, a full pizza. Yeah. Pizza
0: Pizza. Yeah, and uh, so these mini-, mini pitchers of beer or mini pitchers of, like, Mini extrins- pitchers of beer, yeah. Oh, okay. There
1: was also, like, uh, almost like the, the Boston Pizza, like, fishbowl fridays mm-hmm. they had some like measuring cup drinks that i every once in a while i, oh, okay. I dabble with but otherwise it was the mini pitchers nine dollar coors banquet oh. for a mini pitcher there so you know. i think i think it was like a 20 20 ounce or 24 ounce did you feel all right oh yeah you could you could have a few of them you could share them you could drink them right out of the pitcher it was totally yeah. up to you it was good <laughs> the was, world was your oyster uh, there literally yeah, yeah you know and the, right. the experience right. was nice the waitresses mm-hmm. were nice Surrounded by your friends, they had some gnarly karaoke. Oh, yeah. Only bar. Thursday night, too? Oh, yeah, Thursday night karaoke. Only bar I've ever sang karaoke at, and that was the first time I went into the Grand. And what was the song? Party of Two by Shania Twain. And you sang both parts? Nope. I went up there with a really nice, pretty girl. (laughs) I started singing with her. Someone else came on stage and said, Oh, I love this song, and took my mic. So then I just gracefully stepped off stage and let them finish the song. No, and I've never done karaoke again. That's a bold move. It was a bold move, and I was like, I'd be upset
0: about that. I'd be like, uh, excuse me, you're interrupting my moment. Still
1: no idea who this girl was that stepped on stage, didn't argue, just kind of like, okay, this just happened, and
0: that's a life bummer. goes
1: on yeah it is a bummer i've never made my comeback yet on karaoke. well
0: fuck man maybe next week we'll have to see if there's any karaoke coming in again yeah i'm the not duster. sure with covid and everything but oh no it's not the duster it's the, the flamingo oh, the
1: flamingo the yeah. flamingo yeah. yeah maybe break out a little lady a little antebellum, you know oh man
0: oh like it's it's a good time i haven't done karaoke up here in many many years but we used to get the rookies to do songs and yeah, it was pretty entertaining I think that'd be a lot of fun Oh, I think it'd be a lot I'd, of fun I'd
1: definitely be open to
0: Well, I've been trying to talk to the boys And see if we could Using, uh, you know, the bottle money For a karaoke machine I think it would be beauty I think that'd be a good way <laughs> to spend some money I think it'd be a wonderful way And I don't think it'd be that expensive No, no, no You just go on Kijiji And look at some shit Or somebody knows somebody Who knows somebody, you know
1: Yeah. Yeah Oh, it could be alright you, you could definitely get that And you'd have like a specific karaoke night Once a week or something mm-hmm. And get the the troops rallied for some oh man sing-alongs. just get everyone
0: pumped up and getting going yeah getting right rowdy and ready to go i think that'd be a good time oh yes sir uh did you do anything else besides like extracurricular besides uh hockey uh Wood- i did
1: team? i did have a job outside of uh like outside of the school and like hockey Did you? yeah and i uh, i worked for the athletic department at uh, fleming oh nice so that was a really good job and i i helped ref a lot of like the intramural sports and like promotions for the athletic department mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so every year i was there for the open houses and working those and trying to recruit new athletes both for the school mm-hmm. uh out of fleming and then um i i helped coach and uh time keep a lot of ball or ball hockey and ice hockey over the three years while I was there Mm -hmm. so that was a really good job and I met a lot of really good people and it was nice to it wasn't like a hard job and I only worked maybe like max 15 hours a week but it was a nice little bonus kind of thing to to the bank account and that way I could I could buy my mini pictures every Thursday. Absolutely, so it was good. <laughs> that's that's what you're working for every day. Every day, yeah, yeah just getting those mini pictures. Oh yeah, um, I also I also played a lot of intramural sports while I was there. I played volleyball, dodgeball, uh, ball hockey before I started reffing it. Um, also, indoor soccer. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're my uh, my volleyball team. We were the reigning champs the last three semesters, and we were going for four this semester before COVID canceled our league. Uh-huh. But we are on track to to be in the new new record holders for longest win streak. Wow! In the volleyball league, there it was a lot of fun.
0: Was that like the same volleyball league that? spencer would have been a part of no
1: nah, no spencer played <laughs> spencer played varsity volleyball oh, okay. this was just like for, for drop, fun. like drop in for fun oh, okay, okay.
0: Funs, funsies yeah i was gonna be like wow you could hold that over his head uh, i wish
1: <laughs> i wish i played real volleyball but.
0: and you actually got to play hockey with another uh legend of footner uh another also uh probably the most recurring guest on my podcast colin eisner Oh yes, he, he him and his I believe him and his brother came up to play some hockey
1: with you guys. Yes, he did. Uh, so they they were there my first year of Fleming. They were they actually worked at the athletic department mm-hmm. um, before, just before I worked there, and we kind of like I believe me and one of my roommates mm-hmm. kind of took over their role once they were done school there. Mm-hmm. We kind of took over the leader the the opportunity to to ref the sports like they were doing but uh yeah they came out one or two practices my first year and like that at that time like i was just a rookie and um new to the school and everything but when they came out it was they were by far like the best players to step on the ice yeah that day and like it was fucking they, they silky you, you could, silkiest hands you know you ever did see and like, i can definitely tell you like they played some high level hockey and like they knew they knew the game very well <laughs> And they, the, it sucked because, like, they didn't end up sticking around the rest of that season. Yeah. And I that, I didn't blame them at that point because, like, the caliber of hockey that they were playing to the caliber of hockey that Fleming was just didn't compare at that Oh, point. man, they're they're nasty. Oh, absolutely <laughs> unreal. I remember, like, there was our big uh, ball hockey debut my rookie season, my first year of school. They, uh, they were the refs for it. And I remember that um, I'm not sure which one of them, but one of them had to... Play goalie for us because we only had four four out of our five Ooh, players show up, and it was maybe that was stupid. four on four, and man, they were a wall in the in in between the pipes. <laughs> they didn't let anything. No way. In. Oh yeah, I didn't they, know. they were a huge oh. huge asset to our win our winning streaks that season. I'll have to ask Colin because I don't I don't remember him ever saying that he was ever goalie, but mm. maybe maybe
0: because he you know very good defenseman.
1: Yeah. So one <laughs> one of them played goalie for us, the other one ref the game, and I just remember like he stood on his head and like exactly what we needed And we, we <laughs> pumped the other team For our season debut that year It was, it was a really good memory well, there you go My first year of ball hockey In Lindsay
0: Well I'll tell you how sick Colin is at hockey Is when we're in Europe together We went to go play um, Some hockey with my, my cousin In Austria and we had to go, you know, skate around and stuff. We didn't really have all the nicest gear. Obviously, I'm dog shit, but uh, everyone was, like, kind of talked about Colin and, like, how good he was. And, like, well, yeah, obviously, because, you know, he's been playing his whole life, and, you know, he's awesome and everything. And one of the guys, he was hanging out with us after, and we went for beers, and (laughs) one guy's like, I will think of you skating and playing hockey when I'm with my girlfriend uh, intimately. And we're like, okay, that's... (laughs) that's interesting man like cool like whatever whatever helps you you know shoot and score I guess but you don't really need to tell me that all the time and I'm like I'm just thinking like this is just Colin like he never really Even got a whiff of the NHL Like imagine if somebody Like he met Like an actual NHL Hockey player right Yeah And he got to skate around With him It's just like what, what, you just going to Climax like right When you're playing hockey And like, you receive a pass And you're like Oh <laughs> It's like I'm going to Hold on to right these moments on the ice and yeah. the pants and
1: everything
0: Yeah just like in Slapshot how the one guy Pisses himself
1: in the corner Oh yeah Yeah you know, exactly. Just like that
0: <laughs> If I receive a pass From fucking Messi I'm going to Jizz my, myself in the corner
1: <laughs> I don't know how To contain myself <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: actually going to Fill my cup for the first time Oh man no like, so yeah, he's calling, man, he's just like fucking insane on the ice. Oh, yeah, yeah it is. And, like, you see these guys and they don't even get up with the NHL. It just really shows you, like, how good people are that do make it. Yeah, it's
1: like the caliber crazy. of the actual NHL is, and, like, how many prospects there is out there, and how hard it is to get into the NHL. Oh, yeah. Just, like, the competition for it all is... Or even find a job playing hockey, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to actually turn it into a professional.
0: Like, you're kind. playing Europe, you're playing ECHL, you're playing AHL, like, whatever, but yeah like it's it's a fucking journey it's fucking difficult it that's for sure isn't easy yeah and uh, did you ever play any hockey with any guys from jasper that got kind of more of a whiff from any like scouts or universities or anything like that uh i
1: had i had quite a few buddies from my my original uh, bearcats team that went on to play like second like a uh, higher caliber hockey following high school and whatnot and like lots of them went to Manitoba and uh, a couple of them went to Ontario. And now, like, I got one buddy, Morgan Poirier, he's down in uh, North Dakota. I remember going Morgan going to yeah. school. He's playing there. Um, Jake Huckluck, I believe, is playing out of Jake, Kelowna. Jake Puckluck? Huckluck. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like Puckluck. <laughs> Puckluck. <laughs> yeah, I believe he's playing out of Kelowna now. Oh, nice. With the Rockets? Yeah, I believe Sick. so, yeah. And then Bran- with fucking, my uh, buddy Brandon Lawson, he actually plays on our friend Sean Baxter's uh, hockey team at yep, Nate. Yeah, he's playing there now. Good old Baxie boy. And then yeah, a couple of the other boys. Some of the boys are playing out of Hinton for the Wildcats, the, one of the newer t- junior teams in Western Canada. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no one ever made it to like beyond that. And like the the best probably was Morgan, he won um, the MJ. So the Manitoba Junior Hockey League uh, with the Terriers, mm-hmm. the Portage Terriers, uh, mm-hmm. last season or the season before, and that was probably the best like uh, higher caliber like hockey that any of my friends like had actually excelled in. Mm-hmm. And he was he was pretty excited on that, and I was pro- I was pumped for him because not everyone had that opportunity kind of thing. Yeah, and it was funny because him and Brandon started together uh, playing hockey out of Dryden um, in Northern Ontario in this league. Mm -hmm. and then they ended up getting traded and played on different teams. Oh, shit. So they were playing against each other every once in a while. Every couple uh, games in the season, they'd be playing against each other, so that would be definitely interesting. Well, that was like uh, Colin and his brother Stu. There was a point where
0: one of them got traded. They just bought a car so they could drive back home together. Yeah. And then one of them got traded, and it's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Really? Yeah, it was pretty funny. That is funny. It's a funny story, but at the time, very, very shitty. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, it's kind of funny when you you think about hockey in that way where – you know you're so young and you have to like go away from home and go to school still and all that shit make
1: new friends Mm -hmm. it's definitely like something to manage like or can be difficult to manage just between like having a school your school life your social life and then on top of it all this like high caliber hockey that you gotta really focus on depending with how far you want to go and pursue it kind of thing absolutely so like
0: with everything the the season so far what have been some highlights for you at this point. For
1: fire season? Yeah. Well uh it's been keeping you busy. Definitely uh well, I've been enjoying watching the Letter Kenny this summer. <laughs> Great T V show, highly recommend. <laughs> but uh besides that, like it was it was pretty awesome. Like my first fires of the season they actually happened on the same day So that was a pretty cool experience to have two fires On one day and especially to be my first Ones mm-hmm. to actually get the boots On the ground and see what it's like Kind of the situation Get a little taste it kinda, what it could be Yeah how it kind of like goes down regarding like the Positions and tasks that each Person are assigned so that was that was pretty cool To see and it was pretty awesome To have the we had the big uh, The bird dog and The tankers come in and drop a bunch of Retardant on the fires and I was told that's not a, a common occurrence per se with um, every fire, so that was really cool that we had those come in on my first day. I was pretty pumped. And then outside of that, like the biggest thing that's like really stuck with me this summer is just like the people that are up here that I've I've come across and met mm. this summer. It's there's a lot of good people throughout the whole uh, kind of like company or. Um, Job kind of thing between the crew members as well like some of our bosses and whatnot like they've definitely enhanced the experience and made it better besides um like some of the lifestyle people that i've met throughout the years at the brew pub the lifestyle people the lifestyle yeah there's, there's a lifestyle <laughs> that people's gotten when you you live in a town like jasper and not everyone kind of has that same vibe up here mm-hmm. which I, i've really come to like Mm-hmm they're more passionate about their careers and what they kind of want to do with their lives and there's a lot of good people up here
0: yeah well yeah think we have a sad thing too in jasper you get kind of jasper stuck yeah you know you're only there for a couple of years but the then they stay forever and ever and ever and they they're just living paycheck to paycheck, paycheck and before you paycheck. know they're 38 and they're just like working kitchen line or something like that and what are you doing yeah or a bartender somewhere else and just got the worst
1: drug problem ever but exactly yeah don't. it's it's fun for a couple of years oh yeah even the best people it seems they they'll get into it and then they have trouble getting out of it once they've been there for a few years
0: mm-hmm. what was it like growing up in Jasper like being such a, a hotbed for international folk coming in like where you like, you and your family like uh, you as a kid just always aware like oh yeah we're going to run into Australians going to run into you know lots of tourists and...
1: before working like uh, in the serving industry like especially the brew pub I never really truly understood like the, the diversity that a town like Jasper had regarding all the international folk coming through and like that's not just talking about tourists that's also talking about like seasonal workers and uh-huh. like, people working on like working visas and whatnot like i i truly had no idea to the 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 extent of how rich and like diverse a lot of our um like seasonal employees and just like even year-round employees were in jasper until i got into the serving industry uh-huh. Once I once I started bartending, I really got to know a lot of really good people, and I, I found that a vast majority of them weren't from Canada. They were from elsewhere around the world, and they had heard about Jasper and wanted to come check it out and give the lifestyle a go. And it was it was it's it's been truly a, a great experience meeting all those people because they each have a different story and backgrounds from, per se, my background of growing up in Jasper. Mm-hmm
0: you got a bit of a list now of where you want to
1: travel in the world oh yeah places to hit up friends I, to see i got friends like all over the world i could probably ladies now, to but, see yeah you know you got a few here and there yeah uh but yeah like both guys and girlfriends that you know i want to see uh <laughs> guy ar- friends and girlfriends around the world that you know i've made these connections with from jasper whether it be at work or through colleagues or coworkers and whatnot like I definitely do have a, a kind of a better idea of some of the traveling I want to do in the next couple of years. COVID dependent, of course. But uh, yeah, like some of those people I could say are closer and like some of my best friends more so than even the people I've, I grew up with in Jasper. And that's just because of who they are and like what kind of things they taught me about life and the things we experienced together. Whether mm. it be hiking mountains or working at the brew pub. I have a lot of... Great memories with a lot of great people that sadly aren't from Canada, so you only get to hang out with for a couple years before time takes us apart. Sad thing to you know. It is, Yeah. yeah. It's it's one of the toughest parts I'd say about Jasper is that you can meet a lot of really cool people, but it's almost like you have friendships with expiry dates just because one of them's from Australia and the other ones from I don't know Europe and. Like it's only a matter of time before the summer's gonna to come to an end, and one of us either has to go back to school or go back home to the home country so- uh-huh. It's something you come to live with, and you get more adapted to that kind of lifestyles, knowing that not all friendships are gonna stay like that, uh-huh
0: what are some other interesting jobs you had i know uh i'm thinking one on on off the top of my head in jasper where we used to scoop some ice cream
1: oh slink, scoop and ice cream sling some scoops you know oh yeah scoops and loops how was that one of the one of the greatest like high school jobs I can tell <laughs> you. like if you're ever looking for a job if you're like 14 years old and you need a job our highest demographic listeners is 14 year old so this is perfect perfect yeah, yeah. so if uh if you're 14 years old and you're looking for a job i tell you get a job at an ice cream <laughs> store always a great time you get to taste a lot of ice creams you get to eat a lot of ice cream you get to meet a lot of cool people and like that was part of the reason that i really enjoyed their brew pub is i found i got a more personal connection with a lot of employees because you you are you, not not employees with customers and whatnot just because you get to talk to them more and whatnot but at an ice cream store it's like hey how's it going like Welcome to Scoops and Loops. Can can I get you some? (laughs) How's it hanging? Yeah, how's it hanging? Like, what kind of ice cream can I get you? And, like, that was a really fun job because there was only our one boss, which was my friend's mom, and then all the boys worked there. So, like, all my friends from, like, different, uh, like, friend groups and stuff, like, it was all just, like, I think there was... Twelve of us guys from like my grade and the grade above me who who worked at Scoops and Loops and like we always had a grand old time serving ice cream and scooping it. No, you meet a lot of pretty girls too while you're scooping ice cream. Oh, I was gonna say, did you ever give any like free ones away? I'm I'm, 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 I'm picturing loves- you as
0: the one guy from um, what is it called, Stranger Things, or was it uh, Scoops Ahoy? Scoop. oh yeah yeah he's just like hitting on all the girls
1: definitely I definitely enjoyed uh, working at Scoops and Loops and I mean if there was any pretty girls whether it be someone I knew or even like a tourist that was coming through every once in a while you know I'd saw some a little discount or I'd buy their ice cream for them kind of thing and mm-hmm. just tell them they're good it's on me today and mm-hmm. that, that ever work out for you? Uh, you know, here and there, you know, not not as high success rate at the time for a fourteen year old. But uh, did you
0: ever like reach for like you know like a twenty two year old girl or something like that? You no, know,
1: I never. I never shot for the stars, <laughs> scooping ice cream. There you go. I tried my luck, but you know,
0: you, you stay within your range. You yeah, know,
1: you go yeah. with what you can get.
0: Yeah, stayed stayed in the league. You know.
1: Yeah, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go too far out of my league at that point, mm-hmm. especially not the age range. Yeah. yeah, stay humble, stay stay grounded. Yeah, I mean, if I was scooping ice cream now at this age, I don't know what to tell you. Like it might be a different story. Oh boy,
0: maybe <laughs> 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 just hitting, you know, land it on hard. Maybe go there uh, next summer.
1: I know. Yeah. Or you should you know, like get
0: a part time job. Part-time when you're on days di- off.
1: Days off. Six days off. Yeah. Scoop ice cream again. Yeah. yeah just you know. pay
0: for your beers. You know. Just oh, yeah. just like your part time mm-hmm. job in, uh, exactly. in in Lindsay. Yeah.
1: And, like, the tips, the tips at Scoops and Loops. Oh, I, think, I can only imagine. Between, uh, there was always our boss working and then, like, two of us. So, like, like myself and then, like, one of my buddies or whatever. Two of my buddies would be working and I'd be off. But um, the best tips I ever made, I think, was, I think we made, in one night in a four-hour shift, we made, I think, 74 $74. Oh, so we each we each and like our boss never took any of the tips just because she's like no like you guys can have them. Oh, and I think we made thirty seven dollars wow and tips just scooping ice cream for one night of work and i was like and like what is that like five hours six hours four hours five oh, hours man. yeah so just a quick shift and like to scoop ice cream and to get that it was it was pretty incredible and i was i remember that vividly because i was so pumped because i was like 15 and like yeah like 37 money, bucks whoa free money <laughs> snacks for max
0: well like and then you know you got the those strong forearms strong wrists for hockey and showing off oh the, yeah you, the girls. you definitely had
1: to rotate which arm you scooped with i can imagine yeah definitely because you know like, one side would get a little lopsided you know probably you know first day
0: for you rookie mistake you probably just going with one arm and then next thing you know next day is boom you know, oh, Yeah. Oh
1: you're and laid like,
0: out on the ir for maybe a week or something
1: oh, and like i remember there'd be specific flavors like you'd walk in and you'd look at the fresh tub and you're like that's not going to be fun to scoop i hope I no one say, or- orders that one. i was
0: going to say is like were they like uh, was, was there typical flavors that were ones that
1: you just like roll your eyes is like ah fuck oh uh, there was definitely days like you you'd see one Flavor and you're like, this is not the one. Like, I hope no one ordered this today. And then, of course, you know, just the way of the universe like, 20 oh, people would come in one. and like oh, order that one. That's like, yeah, exactly. Oh, one of the funniest things I ever saw scooping ice cream like this big like jack dude like probably like two hundred like 50, 60 pounds of just pure muscle yeah like just wearing a skinny tank top like Bridges. he walks in yeah just an absolute wall like yeah. don't want to mess with this guy don't want to get on his wrong side like yeah don't want to give him the wrong ice cream and <laughs> 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 next thing you know like he comes in and like he's with some buddies and whatnot and it's a hot sunny day and you know they're coming to get ice cream and he, like out of all the flavors he looks for he's like oh like i'll take one scoop of rainbow sorbet and like for people who've never scooped like ice cream and sorbet like sorbet doesn't stick together like ice cream <laughs> does it's it's, oh, I it's, love it's it. dairy it's dairy free so it doesn't have that same like stickiness for whatever reason i'm loving this dead. insight this is awesome and like i loved rainbow sorbet it was like eating a popsicle yeah but the thing about rainbow sorbet is you can't put it in a cone because mm-hmm. it's gonna fall off and it's not gonna stick together mm-hmm. so like we only like typically offered it in a cup but this guy asked for a cone and like i wasn't gonna say like hey sorry like we don't serve it in a cone i was like yeah i could do what, that about, what about like the
0: bottom of a waffle cone like, you, you can, can do, do waffle, w- cones. waffle like, cones like at the work. bottom
1: yeah, waffle cones yeah. work for uh, for sorbets just because like the the amount of space you got, it's mm-hmm. easier to fill and stabilize kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're putting it on just like the regular classic cone, you know, just with the small top and like shallow inside with yeah. the little hexagon hollow thing, yeah, there, yeah, it's a little it's a little difficult to get a a stack on there. And I remember like took me like two minutes to actually get this like right scoops and like everything pieced together how I wanted it before handing it to him and like I worked really hard for this and I was like nice like this is the one like I'm not gonna have any problems like, and I remember and I, I finished I finished scooping the sorbet and I go and I, I immediately hand it to him and as soon as I hand it to this guy, boom he grabs the cone and just like explodes in his hand oh he just grabbed it he, way too he hard he grabbed it way too hard he, he and, was like, using the superhuman strength yeah, like normal human like, strength I was just like I, I couldn't help but start laughing and like his friends were dying laughing and like they were making fun of him for being like too strong like, like is it your first time holding an ice cream cone <laughs> like what are you doing and like the I, like the sorbet went everywhere and oh, I was just like no. all the effort that I put in to scoop that and I, I ended up giving him a bowl the next time like I'm not giving you a cone this time <laughs> yeah sorry. you, you like, stood your ground there, yeah, and you told him what's up. It was a lo- it was it was so funny. It was one of my favorite memories working at Scoops. And Lips, <laughs> this big buff guy smashing an ice cream cone <laughs> just in his bare hands. Fucking literal bear, like the animal bear oh, hands. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: So, what would be your top three like ice cream flavors?
1: Top three ice cream
0: that flavors. you've had, maybe. Oh, oh boy.
1: Wow, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Well. I'll I'll go with uh, Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup. Okay, because you can never go wrong with peanut butter and ice cream.
0: Like Reese's Pieces and peanut butter cup. Is there a combo? It's, it's one. Or it's just, just Reese's peanut butter cup. Reese's peanut butter. Okay, cup. yeah. Okay. Reese's pieces. Because I was gonna say it's like Reese's pieces are totally different.
1: No, yeah. Reese's pieces peanut butter cup. It's it's by them, like their company or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Reese's is the company.
0: Reese's pieces is a candy with peanut butter inside, like Smarties. And then Reese's <laughs> peanut butter <laughs> cup
1: is the peanut butter cup. Reese's is just, it's just the company I see what you're saying yeah. I, see, I see, I see I used to do that too Oh uh, yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying There, no, a fine line this. between the Reese's in the world, you know Yeah But okay, so yeah, the peanut butter cup one <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cup Yeah um, Triple chocolate brownie Oh, you are about the chocolate Oh yeah, it was a big chocolate Like that's always been like my childhood go-to Like ice yeah, cream is yeah. triple chocolate brownie And even if I walk into Scoops and Loops now Like it's pretty much my go-to every time Mm-hmm and then for my last one, like Scoops and Loops had almost like thirty flavors of ice cream. So like I've tried a lot, and like anytime I go to new places, I always try to try the new flavors because like, yeah.
0: I've never seen that. Well, oh, you need you to see what the you know what the competition exactly. is out there. You know, like, like it's like, for me with beer. I'm like, oh, I haven't had that one yet. Let's let's see yeah, what's going on. So dabble. That,
1: that kind of brings me to like my third probably top flavor is uh, I actually had it just a couple weeks ago in Fort Vermillion. Oh, lime blue, Lyme blue. Yeah, yeah. free Lyme promo blue. right there. Yeah, one of the best ice cream stores I've ever been to. Oh, wow. And uh, Moon Mist had little bits of uh, like the rocket candies in there. Uh I'm not sure the flavors, but it was so good. And I I definitely would support seeing more Moon Mist at more ice cream shots across the country. That's
0: very common and very popular in Nova Scotia, in Mm.
1: the Maritimes, yeah. Yeah, I'd never seen it until just a couple weeks ago. And I'd heard about it like from Mm. some colleagues, but definitely one of my new favorite ice creams on the market.
0: That's good it's a good little, like a uh, a newcomer prospect exactly yeah a it's good a new prospect, prospect you know? yeah working working uh, their way up
1: in the, the lineup you yeah. know maybe called her trophy winner material oh yeah <laughs> and i there was uh sorry i'm going to i'm going to add one more okay back yeah that's fine that's uh, fine there's
0: there's no no set rules here about back, ice cream ranking
1: back in lindsay ontario they got a really nice co um, dairy. oh okay some of the best milk you'll ever buy eggs mm-hmm. cheese ontario's got butter. good milk yeah It just
0: comes in bags I'm not yeah, sure why Yeah
1: bag milk That's a whole different topic Yeah Definitely not the same <laughs> we'll, as like, we'll talk about that later Bag milk uh, It takes some practice You know It takes some adjustments Getting used to it mm-hmm. But uh, at the core of the Dairy They had this one Called Wolfpaw and, and yeah, it was really good It was like a chocolate Vanilla With a little bit Of peanut butter in it And it was It was definitely That sounds there. like Moose tracks it's to me It's kind of like Moose tracks Yeah but I think it, they had their own little flair to it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it definitely did have a lot of similarities to Moose Tracks, and like Moose Tracks are one of those ones that I've found have like can have multiple different names. It seems mm-hmm. from where you are, like there's what was the one like Moosey Moose or whatever, and Moose Tracks, and there's, there's a few Pol- different ones. Bile, I think was pretty close to Moose Tracks. Yeah, but that's another. That's that's an all around solid flavor too. All in itself. I gotta say, one of my like go
0: tos, like where it's just, like you go to anyone and like it's always there. So like if I'm ever in doubt, I always go with it. It's gotta be cookies and cream. Ooh, it's so good, man! Like any kind of cookies cheesecake, cream, one's a good one. Yeah. Every now and then, like because in Canada, you'll see like Saskatoon cheesecake.
1: Ooh, I've never seen that.
0: That one's really good. That yeah, does yeah. sound good. And I was just gonna say too, like it's very interesting. Like I'm very proud Canadian, so I, I like to support Canadian companies. Um, but Chapman's, you Chapman's. Know, where, where, where you slice the ice cream instead of like. You know, scoop it sometimes oh yeah uh, I, that's I mean, definitely interesting yeah it is it is a bit different you know they had like the, the, the canada ones where or like the design so you have to like cut it in slices mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah a little bit rather than uh, scooping it yeah but you know what i say that the that the slice can be kind of handy like if you have like a some kind of like loaf or cake Yeah. You know, like like some kind of sour cream coffee cake or like a marble cake, and you want to throw some ice cream on there, slice is already where it's at. Yeah, slices definitely take the win for that kind of situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All the way. Oh, it just takes me back to like being a kid, and it's your birthday, and it's like, oh, sweet cake and ice cream, a little scoop on the side. Man, you're (laughs) laughing you're laughing oh, when, yeah. for my birthdays my parents would, my mom would always be the one to make us uh, cakes in because my brother is the 14th my uh, my other brother is the 28th and then I would be the second most of the time we'd do ice cream cakes oh yeah so good man those were the best birthday parties like, when there was ice and, like, cream I'm cakes. talking like a good like 3 to 4 inches like the slice mm-hmm. is bigger than like the height of your hand yeah, yeah, you know, going that high, and it's like a nice wedge. And you get like some score bits on top, some chop, heavy chocolate uh, drizzle.
1: I can just slices of
0: almonds, maybe walnuts or something like that too. Yeah. Oh man. Fully loaded. Yeah. Fully decked out. Deadly. Like when I was a kid, like for me nuts were underrated like I, I, they were overrated i wasn't a big fan but now i get older i'm like oh yeah. I'm like, oh no you need to you need to get and she would well, she, oh, bless her soul she'd put the ice cream in like another bowl with the nuts and like stir it around so the nuts would be like mixed in mixed in yeah and then we have like the top. it'd be like usually the cookie uh, sorry the oreo cookie base yeah pack that down oh man Like it's it's over it's over yeah just like the combination you you got with that and you put it back Mm -hmm. in the freezer and you throw some um, some tinfoil on it. Yeah. You're laughing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the next day, you know, if you don't eat all of it at one go, boom, you got it for another day. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. ice cream cake. You're fucking rights, man. Oh, those were it's not like cake where best. it just like dries out over time or something. No,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. I definitely I think ice cream cake is better than regular cake. Mm-hmm. Any day of the week.
0: Oh, I totally agree. Like ice cream's gotta be one of my favorite desserts. Like ice oh, cream, yeah. cheesecake. And then I'm a big pastry guy. So, like, when I go to pastry, Europe, yeah. you know, like a s- nice aflstrudel oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, man. Can't go wrong. Or dumplings. Oh, man. <laughs> Dumpling. I can just muck dumplings, like cherry All dumplings day. rolled in, like, almonds <laughs> or walnut, uh, you know, pieces yeah, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brown sugar on top. Just, uh, like, two, like, softball on ones. One. Just, oh, oh. <laughs> it's over. It's game over, man. Oh yeah My grandma Matilda's recipe My goodness I need to start I need to start perfecting That fucking thing I tell you Baking some old recipes Yeah Yeah I need to get into that While everyone's around You know Yeah Well not for my mom Sadly anymore But like my sisters Are pretty knowledgeable With the baking So I need to start Picking their brain Maybe I'll like Do like a camp I'll just like go out there For a week Am I right? This is like a, a yeah. TED talk or something like Teach that. Teach me to cook. But what's what's that new YouTube thing where it's just like um they have like everyone like this is your class. This is your oh, teacher. Yeah, and know, they've been pump like up. pumping that those ads heavy like especially during COVID when everyone was locked in. Yeah. It's so like Gordon Ramsay and then Steven Spielberg. This is your and chance. And yeah, Be the something teacher. like that. Yeah, exactly. So they just jump right in there. Yeah. Omar oh, looking like a superhero with his Nomex flying in the wind like a cape.
1: He's just hanging out. Qu'est-ce que tu fais? Oh yeah,
0: cool. Big
1: book guy over
0: here. <clears throat> Man, we're we're almost crushing an hour, so we'll have the Habs and Pens game in on in no time. Awesome. Yeah. Have you seen the score at all? No. Oh, I haven't seen the score either. Let's keep it a mystery. Probably like three. <laughs> oh no!
1: Carey Price probably has a hat trick already. Carey Price is gonna win it for the the Habs this this year. They're gonna go on a fucking run. It's definitely gonna be interesting these playoffs. Just a
0: barn burner. They're gonna take out the pens and just go, and no one's gonna expect it. Well, even tonight's Oilers game,
1: like or oh today's Oilers God. game, like Ugh, it didn't it. even feel like a playoff game. Oh. No fans in there, like in, which is like totally understandable. Pretty much a like, preseason score. Yeah, it felt like a preseason game. I was like, there's no. Like real competition it seemed it just seemed like the the Oilers let them have it. Yeah, well, you know, we'll uh,
0: we'll see what the next game brings. I think this is a good wake-up call. Uh, the defense will come to play. Forwards will, you know, keep doing that. Like, I, I was happy they brought it back to make it like, you know, 6 to 4 at least. So it yeah. was like 6 to 1. Brought six to a little two, closer. Embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. Yeah, no, I guess i go with that. But yeah, you know this has been a strange year for you, man. Like I, I, I hope that it's kind of when you come back next year, it'll be a little bit easier and a little bit more what I know is normal up here. You know, yeah. get, get some of that sauna, regular sauna life, because we've just been living in the hotel for the yeah, majority of the year. I, I haven't really experienced <clears throat> even the camp lifestyle kind of thing. Just some fucking, you know, basketball here and there, some street hockey. Yeah, you know, the odd w- sauna. When we can
1: fit it in, but at the end of the day, we're going back to that hotel.
0: Yep, exactly. So I to make sure you know we I
1: Haven't even been in the sauna once this year. You haven't been in the sauna once. No, never oh, been man. in the sauna
0: camp. When my tattoo is all done here, we're going to have to have a good sauna sesh, the four of us. Oh, yeah, like three sauna sesh. Have, have a sauna sesh for the fire gods. They'll be happy with that. We'll pray to them.
1: Yet,
0: you haven't been in Derrida yet? <laughs> <laughs> this year. We'll get you in there, Martin. You know, maybe we yeah. need to. We need to sweat out all this poison, and we'll get uh, rejuvenated and cleansed. We'll rub each other's backs, and you know, just just like when I was telling you guys about my Belarusian experience and getting whipped, getting whipped when I was naked by the birch branches from um, Kostya. Can't
1: wait. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Martin needs a sauna to sweat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ever watch that? Uh, uh, just for last uh, oh man, what's his name? Oh, I can't believe Sean Majumder and he's playing backstage with Binder And he's just like this East Indian guy that's a reporter for sports and he's always so sweaty.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, does anybody else find it really hot in here? And he's
0: (laughs) he's just glazed, looks like somebody rubbed him in baby oil. And yeah, that's pretty much Martin the last couple days you know once it hits above 30 that's when he just starts pouring well man it's been such an odd summer for alberta too because we have so much bloody rain and now like well now it's getting back to that dry heat but for so long we had that fucking humidity Humidity. and we're not used to this you know that us alberta boys no it's an interesting one martin is getting his complete alberta experience around a calgarian a a jasper and a peace country folk and he's this this poor francophone from Nouveau brunswick Acadian.
1: He gets to see what Alberta's all
0: about with his stinky uh, Viking boots. The breeze from the, the beaches
1: and stuff, you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the good old Nova Scotia. I almost want
0: here, start asking some questions, but we'll have to say At that New for Brunswick. another podcast. <laughs> Let's see what's going on here. Fuck, we're at fifty-six. Let's go another five minutes or so. Push it right past the hour. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, so you're done at the end of August here.
1: At the moment, yeah. And what do you got planned for afterwards? Well, it's definitely been. Um, up in the air the last couple months not sure what my plan was but yeah well that's the way she goes right way now. she goes like the you know life COVID, and you know? stuff but uh i've i've been able to slowly start piecing together kind of my fall plans and mm-hmm. to start off i i am gonna head back to jasper i think for a month or so and just oh, hang wow. out and get some hiking in that i've missed out on yeah, the summer yeah. and hopefully the weather will be nice and work with me and maybe get a little backcountry camping in uh-huh. But then uh, hopefully starting off October, I'm planning on driving across Canada. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to take my vehicle all the way to the East Coast, right to St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh, wow. And that'll definitely be COVID dependent because I won't be able to... They got that bubble? The the bubble, yeah, the two-week quarantine. They don't just let you go in there.
0: You have to have a purpose. You have to to be from there, like a wedding temporarily or like, you know you connection. You're moving there. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I'm and I'm not in that position. Well, to, you
0: could speak French and just tell them that you know you're you're you living you're you're Acadian as well or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah tell them a, a little story yeah. about why I'm actually coming. Yeah, <laughs> that could be an option. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm hoping to do that this fall. And like I said, it'll, it'll be COVID dependent. Mm-hmm. But I got a lot of friends like that I've met over the years from both school and like living in Jasper that are widely dispersed across Canada. And some of them are like were definitely some of my best friends at the time, and I haven't seen them for a couple of years. So I do, I was hoping that by doing this trip, I could reconnect with some of them and see them again. So that's part of the the big driver behind planning planning this trip this fall. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that that'll take about six weeks or so. Take my time see some parts of Canada I haven't seen before do some hiking do some camping and whatnot yeah. all along the way and then well, the first e- furthest east you have been is Ontario Ontario yeah, yeah in Canada at in least. Canada I've seen it I've, se- I've been to all the provinces except the Maritimes. There you go. So I've been to Quebec, Ontario, oh, okay. Manitoba, yeah. Saskatchewan, Alberta, and yeah, British man. Columbia, but I haven't seen any of the East Coast. I would love to go to Gros Morne. That's oh, definitely on, yeah. like
0: high on my list for Canada. To me it's just like a spectacle of Canada.
1: There's so many places in Canada that like go unseen by so many people, and mostly just, in the territories too. Exactly, yeah. Oh. There's there's tons. Like I only I went to North uh, Northwest Territory this year for the first time and this I was only 3 feet across the border <laughs> and that was that. But I'm hoping next summer that I can check that off my list for places to go. Oh man, see.
0: Yellowknife is a hell of a city. You'll you'll fall in love with that place for sure. That's what I've heard. And even the drive, like where you get across like go across the bridge and then all of a sudden you see these freaking buys in there the size of fucking semi truck. Like it's yeah, insane. I,
1: the stories I've heard about it just sounds like completely different from anywhere else I've been in Canada. Just jump on that buy and got a buffalo <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly. Oh. But yeah, so once once that's all done, and I got like, and I like whether my trip follows through as I've planned it, or if I have to make some alterations because of COVID, so be it. But once that all pans out, and I'm hopefully back in Western Canada for November, mm. I'm hoping to move to Fernie, Nelson, or Golden for the winter and be a ski bum. Decent. No real plans, no real responsibilities. Pay off some student loans and just get better at the the good old ski game
0: yeah yeah and we can dive into that ski game next time because you got some fucking stories about skiing as a kid i got some stories you got some fucking stories for sure <laughs> Yeah man Oh, it, it should be a good time in BC Like talk to the boys From last year That uh, guys like Noah Who was on the podcast uh, Twice before um, Yeah he, he had a hell of a winter You know hanging out With his girlfriend Living with a You know with a bunch of The other Hell Attack guys And just snowboarding Skiing Pretty much every. I guess he's a skier Skiing every day And then he was part of That hockey league too Where yeah. he, like, in like one week He was running his own team <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really... took, took over the team and ran wow it. i didn't know that yeah yeah this was just like oh wow you're pretty good at this and like he started taking control it, and like he was the president and everything so no i was like that's why i was like man you should go to nelson if that's that where no was going and yeah, you just pair know, up fit. with him so yeah no no hey no, it, it'll be a good time man regardless you're gonna have a beauty time
1: yeah so that's over an hour man awesome yeah, yeah just flew right by yeah anything else to close off with uh, I just want to say thanks for having me. You know, it was a great day here at Sandy Pines uh, Day Spa and Resort, so I can't yeah. really complain. And uh, I hope we'll be back soon. Yeah, maybe next time we're on the, you know, the day spa again in the resort,
0: we can hit the links there, you know. It's you know swinging some balls get, get and everything. A rounds and yeah, know, yeah. Maybe the driving range or something like that. Maybe the green will be back. <laughs> yeah, no, we need to we need to go as a crew sometime to Fox Haven if the driving range is open. I love crush a few balls oh, there. Yeah. But even then, like, are they renting out clubs? Yeah. Oh man. Monday, we both, Tuesday, maybe we'll have to Wednesdays do, are the days. Maybe one evening we'll have to do a round when you know we're on days off or some shit. I don't even know. Or get off early because right now we're not getting off too no. too early. No, not these days. Not with the no. fire hazard. No, no, But hopefully no. that just brings fire for us. No, exactly. Fingers crossed, man. So yeah, that's everything from Bentley, old sticks and bugs, and myself, the True This is episode forty-four the old 4-4 can you name anybody who's 4-4 in hockey
1: Uh, 4-4 not off the top of my head do I Chris Chelios there's another Chris Chris, um... He played for the Oilers one year. Chris Pronger. Yes, sir. Yeah, good old Chris Pronger. And Zach Cassian
0: now. Z- he's yeah, wearing, Zach he's, he's wearing fours, so yeah. hopefully Zach Cassian can tap into the chops next game and start smashing some folks. Bring, bring some power forward. <laughs> he was so amazing in that Sound as A-Series oh, years ago.
1: On, unreal. One of the most underrated players on the Whalers. I would say so. Big time, big time. For sure. All right, so, yeah, as
0: usual, folks, listen, like, subscribe, and share. Have yourself a great day.